Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast, the 21st day of August 2023. Happy Monday to you, and yes, I am back. I'm back, y'all, and that's fact, y'all. Thank you so much to Dean Carrion. I told you, Dean was good, man. I, I, I want to find a way to incorporate Dean into He's like, oh, I hope you'll let me do it again. Dude, you could do it whenever the hell you want to do it. I lis- I don't listen to me. <laughs> I I know what I say, I know what I think, and I know what the jokes are. You know, it's like one of those things where you, you people who laugh at their own jokes, I don't get it. Uh, like, you know where the damn punchline is. You know what the funny bit is. You came up with it. Shouldn't you? I don't know. Every once in a while, I guess something sneaks up on me. But in general, no. But uh, listening to Dean was a pleasure. So thank you for that and he'll definitely be back and hell he can have a couple of days during the week if he really enjoyed it. i don't know if he enjoyed doing it as much as he sounded like he enjoyed doing it but he if he didn't man he's a good faker i don't think he's that good of a faker i've known him for a long time he's not that good of a faker so thank you dean left all right i got a piece of hair in my mouth all right well where was i i went to we went to michigan we had a memorial gathering if you will for my parents and it was long planned it was one of those things where we couldn't do a memorial service for my mother because my dad just would not have been able to handle it and uh, so we waited and we did one for the two of them really they need to be done together anyway and so I got to see a whole bunch of family and friends and friends of my parents and everybody that I haven't seen, in some cases, good God, 20, 30 years. But you just sit there and you you see these people, you look at them and you're like, wait a second, I know that guy. And then it all comes rushing back to you. And you're like, holy crap, you're my dad's friend from high school. You're this, that, and the other thing. And uh, it was as good as an event like that can go. I can't say, okay, well, it was a blast. It was, it was laughing, it was... There, people wrote down stories. We didn't ask anybody to talk. And afterwards, the kids and our spouses just gathered and uh, read the stories. And that's when the real crying happened. But it was necessary. My parents deserved it. They, they deserved more. But that's what we could give them. And so that's where I was. And then when you're in Michigan, we were in Michigan, we just decided to stay there it's a seven hour drive to get there and then you drive around and say i'm not going to drive there and then immediately come back on sunday so we stayed and we visited people and we went to restaurants and had good times and a relaxing time which is mostly what i needed we went into the middle of nowhere and uh, i well i still wrote my columns it was it was really nice knowing that this show was in Dean's hand. Honestly, if you look, if you listen to Dean and you, you think back to the suits that run the radio industry that syndicates syndicated Rush Limbaugh and you think, you guys really screwed up. You had this guy sitting there 
30 years and you never even used him as a guest host. You had this guy sitting, and you could have done anything. And, and now you end up with what you end up on the air. And you could have had this. You still could have this guy. You should be smart and get Dean out there. But the radio industry isn't about merit. The radio industry isn't about ability. The radio industry is about whose butt you kiss and how long you do it and how much they enjoy it. So that's why I hold it in such contempt. I just I keep working in it because people keep asking me. But it's it's just one of those things. The bigger the corporation, even the small corporations, or the family-owned, as it were, are mostly run by idiots. And they got somebody like Dean sitting right there. And they just go, yeah, okay, step aside, please. So, hell yeah, I'll have him back. If I can turn this thing into something, it'll be on the back of Dean. So let's do it, huh? All right, uh, note about the contest. I am still unpacking, so I'll do the winner tomorrow and the new book tomorrow just because I, uh, I don't have time to go down to the basement. When I go down to the basement, it's going to be changing litter boxes for about an hour. So, yeah, no, we had five litter boxes set up, and... Uh, the little buggers caught a mouse, so good on that. My friend Todd came over to feed them and to check on them and stay here, but I didn't ask him to do litter boxes because that's too much. We have enough litter boxes that we could do it. Anyway, there is a lot going on, and I want to get to as much of it as quickly as humanly possible. Because why? Because uh, I got stuff I got to do. But the insanity of what has happened while we were out, Dean covered you on all of it, so there's no real reason for me to rehash what happened over the last week so awesome for that but i just i want to talk a little bit about the evils of equity and the evils of progressivism let's be honest about this people in hawaii burned to death in just a horrible horrible ways families burned to death the death toll we have no idea where the death toll is going to be they burned to death in the name of equity. They were sacrificed at the altar of equity. The Democrats, this is their God. This is right up there. They're, it's weird. We as a species went from a multi-theistic thing. God, there's a God of this and a God of that and a God of the other thing, the ancient Romans, the ancient Greeks, to then a monotheistic society. And now we're going back to multiple gods. But none of them are human-like. They're things, equity, concepts, and equity, climate change, gender fluidity, all these crap things that the left is trying to push. They are treating them as though they are religions. And equity, as, you know, as with a lot of religions, when they start, <laughs> when they start showing up, they, there's a lot of sacrifice. You got to sacrifice some people. And so they're sacrificing some people and that they're they're fine with it individuals even groups of individuals are disposable to the progressive left i've said that before i'll say it again they simply do not matter the only people who do matter the only individuals who do matter are the the leadership the power structure the people with their friends and their friends then they care but in general eh, all this community and this community and that community and oh my gosh the attacks on this community they don't really give a damn about that it's a device used to manipulate people 
So equity, the altar of equity. Hundreds of people in Hawaii were sacrificed on it. Why? New York Post reports. Access to water should be predicated on conversations about equity. It starts off, according to a Hawaii official, under fire for delaying access to water during the Maui wildfires. M. Kaleo Manuel, former deputy director of the Hawaii Commission of Water Resource Management, waited more than five hours to release water during the wildfires that devastated Maui, according to reports. In a live stream debate hosted by the University of Hawaii last year, Manuel described water as a sacred god. Quote, let water connect us and not divide us. We can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity. I want to play you this thing just so you hear this jackal, this monster, this horrible person. Make this case. It's edited together. I don't know who edited it together, but it's edited together. Uh, any of these things individually are bad. There's no context in which they are good. But I just want to show you the mindset of the left and how these perverted monsters value human life. They don't value it. It's why you can have abortion up until the kid goes to college. That's how you can live the... Well, go ahead and cut the genitals apart. It, well, you know what? Uh, maybe they'll commit suicide, but who cares? It doesn't matter. We've got to keep people confused. We've got to keep people on their toes. We've got to keep people afraid to disobey. So go ahead. Do what you got to do. And, oh, we need water? We're a freaking island. Hey, here's an idea. It'll rain. The water will come back. The people won't. Listen to this guy. The commission is responsible per, per our authorizing statute to protect and manage all water resources in the state. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not dif any different than how Hawaiians traditionally manage water. You know, in, in essence, we treated it, and Native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a god and a kua, kane. And so that reverence um, for a resource and that reciprocity in relationship was, was something that was really, really important to our worldview and, and well-being, right? And living in an island, in isolated from other. And so I think where it shifted to today is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something w that we revere as that thing that gives us life. Right. I mean, to me, it's a shift in value set. If we can start to really look at how we as humans in an island um, can reconnect to that traditional value set. So really, my motto is always like, let water connect us and not divide us like we we can share it. But it requires true conversations about equity. Yeah, it requires true conversations about equity. Why don't you find all the families that have burned to death in their cars? And have a nice long conversation with them about equity. M. Kaleo Manuel. A former, back to the uh, New York Post, a former Obama Foundation leader, part of a program by the former president's nonprofit to help participants with coaching and practical skills for, so, for social change, Manuel said he considered water an important tool for social justice. Yeah, Barack Obama's guilty, dripping, blood-stained hands all over this. All over this. Manuel was transferred to another position within the Department of Land Natural Resources Wednesday, according to Honolulu Civil Beat, which first reported the story. See, liberals 
take care of their own. He is responsible for hundreds of deaths. At least we don't know. We may never know because people may be incinerated beyond even recognizing that they're bodies. But the guy who said, no water for you, it's not equitable, he gets moved to a different department. Why? Because then he won't catch hell. Look, he's going to catch hell, but we're going to move him to a different department. Why don't you fire him? Well, because he's an ethnic minority, not in the state of Hawaii. That's beside the point. You see, you carry your victimhood with you no matter where you go, no matter what your circumstances are. That's how evil white supremacy and white nationalism can be responsible for the black-on-black wholesale slaughter of people in Chicago. It's because they're victims. They're victims of white supremacy. Who, the shooters or the shooties? It doesn't matter. You don't dig too deep. If you think too hard, your eyes are going to go cross. You're not going to get it. All you really need to know is that Democrats in no way, shape, or form are responsible for anything or something like that. Let's see. The latest Maui Land... Uh, the West Maui Land Company said in an August 10th letter to Manuel that the commission refused its request to divert streams to fill landowners' reservoirs in the hard-hit Lahaina area until the wildfires raged out of control. Sources told Honolulu Civil Beat that Manuel had asked the company to consult with a local farmer about the impact of water diversion before approving their request. Hey, people are burning to death over here. Yes, but... If these pineapples don't get water at some point this week, it could mean that they'll have to get it at some point later in this week. And I cannot be responsible for that sort of thing. We must be equitable about it. What What is the... Uh, can you give me a DNA readout, an Ancestry.com readout of the people burning to death? Because the farmer is not... He's, he's Native Hawaiian. He's Native American, whatever. So uh, API, uh, Asian Pacific Island. That is going to beat a lot of different things. So I need to know who's burning up to know whether or not I care. This is how the left operates. Oh, I know. How dare I say such things? Well, you know, how dare not everybody say such things? This is what goes on. This is how the left operates. It is purely purely evil. And if you don't think that they're sitting there going, what about this one, that one, and the other one, and let's talk about race and skin color, and it's most important, then you haven't been paying attention. Larry Elder is running for president of the United States. And if you forgot about that, you wouldn't be alone. I'd forgotten about that. He appeared on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. Um, it's the number one morning show for black people across the country. That's all I know about it. It, it gets all sorts of hype. It seems pretty stupid to me, but well, it's like a typical morning show, but whatever. It gets an audience. He's on there with Charlemagne. Charlemagne is a leftist. You got to love these people. I, I'm not a member of any political party. Yeah, right. You'd, it's really easy. I could just go register as an independent and say, I'm a registered independent. I'd be lying. I'd be telling you the truth and that I'd be a registered independent if I changed my registration, but I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. But so many other people go, no, 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 I'm a registered independent. You're a Democrat, okay? I don't care what you're registered as. I care what you do. I care what you say. I care what you advocate. I look at all of these things, and there's some cannot, some dots to connect. They're pretty easy to connect. and go, you know what? You're a Democrat, all right? There is, I would say there's no shame in being a Democrat, but there's a lot of shame in being a Democrat. But you're a Democrat, 
Okay? Come to terms with it. If you feel the need to hide it, you must ask yourself why you feel the need to hide it. If you're doing it for professional purposes, you're a bit of a fraud. If you're doing it for personal purposes because you feel dirty about it, then maybe you need to have a different conversation with yourself. I don't really care what the reason is. I care what the reality is. The reality is you're a Democrat. Anyway, Charlemagne the God started bringing up race because that's his shtick. And he uses a phrase that is wildly racist. My people. My people. He cares about my people. He means black people. Doesn't care about Asian people. Doesn't care about white people. Doesn't care about Hispanic people. It's my people. It's black people. Now, if you're Hispanic, you can say you care about your people. If you're white, you can't. If you're Asian, you can't. And other different races, it's on a case-by-case basis, depending on where you're... If you're coming at it from the left, it's cool. But nobody, nobody should. Your people are human beings. If your people are not human beings, then you are a racist. Why? Because then you judge people differently based on their race. The very definition of racist, despite the left's dogged attempts to redefine that word into meaning something else entirely, it is, in fact, what it means. That is it. I will not let that word go silently into the good night because the concept is too damned important. So to hell with these people, all of these people, anybody who does this, anybody who says, my people, my people, my people, unless you're talking about your immediate family, which is a weird way to refer to them, you are engaging in racism, period, end of story. You're telling me that you care about people based on their skin color more than you care about other people based on their skin color definition of racism. Anyway, Larry Elder just bitch slaps Charlemagne the God. Just it, it it shows you how insulated the left-wing power structure is in this country and how unchallenged so many people are, particularly in media, that what Larry Elder says is shocking and new. To Charlemagne. There's, a, there's no way that an educated person or at least somebody who's up to date on what's going on, you don't have to follow politics on a daily basis, but you know, the ladies of The View wouldn't know any of this crap. They'd spew all the same garbage that Charlemagne does, but they wouldn't know the truth either. Charlemagne should, but he doesn't. The ladies on The View should know what's going on, but they don't. They have an agenda, and their agenda comes from, as much as they say they don't care and are not about interested in party politics, they are. Maybe they don't realize it. I don't think Charlemagne is that dumb. The ladies on The View, I do believe, are that dumb, but I don't think Charlemagne is that dumb. I just think he lives in a world where he's never called out on it, so he can say whatever he wants, knowing full well and wrapping himself in the warm security blanket of knowing he's not going to be called out on something. And this time he was. And Larry Elder does an absolutely brilliant job of just taking the dead, cold, cold, dead fish of reality and smacking him across the face with it. Have you ever heard of the term a nigga wake up call? No. It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Have you ever had any of those? Oh, brother. I'm just asking. I'm just you think you've ever well, had I, I'm acutely aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying mm-hmm. you ain't really black, we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump. 
Uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. Um, I didn't, I'm not gonna say that it upset me. Just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say, well, well you just not talk not about, about a nigger wake up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake up call on your part to have a white guy come in here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney. Um, uh, uh, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seems to me that should have been a nigga wake-up call for you, but it wasn't, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I, I, I didn't say you were. I, yeah, I think both. I don't know what trash. you are. I, I never yeah. even asked you about your party affiliation. Yeah, I'm just saying, but you are black. Absolutely. And, and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say, uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you, quote, ain't black. Wow. How should I have replied to him, you think? What I just now said, how dare you insult me and tell me I, I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person? I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how I, I should think? I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20% of black people, black men, as I said, voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80% of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20% are not, because they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Mm. I, I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, I said, did. As I said to him in that moment, you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people. And I want to know what is he going to do for my people. And not only for my people now, how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people? Right. That's it. Right. And this is a guy, uh, Joe Biden, who, when he first got into the Senate, hung out with segregationists, talked about how well, he, how well he got along with them, uh, talked about how he didn't want integration because of a jungle uh, this guy has made Absolutely. all sorts of insulting things to black people, and his policies right now are hurting black people. Inflation hurts the people at the bottom more than anything else. Letting a bunch of illegal aliens under, into the border are hurting black people more than anybody else, as I said earlier. He opposes uh, school choice when he has his own kids in private school, and we lost a year, almost two years of in-school education in California because of COVID that he supported. I mean, this guy has done monstrous things to black people and then for him to come in here and tell you how you ought to think of the black person it blew my mind Charlemagne has no response there's no comeback to that just change the subject and move on Larry Elder kicked the ever-loving crap out of him with the cold dead fish of reality it's a brilliant thing but when you can use leftist tactics against the left so brilliantly you want this all right how about this Let's apply that standard everywhere. What? No, that's not what I'm... No, 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 no. You, you chose the standard. Let's do that. Let's apply this. I'm all in favor of your standard. Now let's get a mirror. What? No, I, that's not what I want. The left can't handle it. The left can't handle it. You want to talk about equity and racism and bigotry. I'm going to play you a montage because of this Hawaii story. I'm going to play you a montage of prominent Democrats. It's a very short montage. It actually goes on for like eight minutes. You can find it. I think it's in my Twitter feed, but I didn't want to play you the full eight minutes. Uh, and it is Democrats talking to each other and the country and the media about equity and the importance of equity. Now, remember... The dead in Hawaii, a huge percentage of them are dead in the name of water equity. What Charlemagne and Larry Elder were just talking about is a perverted version of equity. 
The left likes to throw these words around. They like to redefine things. It's not about equality. It's about equity. You'll hear Kamala Harris talk about it. And it sounds good. Who doesn't want equality, equity? They use those words interchangeably, but they're very different things. And equity costs people lives, costs a lot of people their lives. There'll be no accountability for it. So I just want to let you know just how committed these leftists are to the concept of equity as it kills people. You look at what's happening with these so-called leaders who are trying to say that diversity and equity and inclusion is somehow a bad thing. Let us not let them get away with that. They're trying to get rid of DEI programs so that corporations will stop paying attention right. to who they're hiring and promoting, will stop paying attention to who gets accepted to schools, thinking about the issue of equity. And, and as I'm talking about all these different crises, everything at the center of the policies that the president has put forward has equity at the center of it so that we do not leave anybody behind. Well, equity is at the center of what we do from this administration. In this moment, Across our country, we are witnessing hard-fought, hard-won freedoms under full-on attack by extremist so-called leaders. And these extremists have an agenda, an agenda to divide us as a nation, an agenda to attack the importance of diversity and equity and inclusion and the unity of the Rainbow Coalition. All of those things is building an economy, transforming the way we see the economy in a different way. In a way, again, that is equal, that does, has equity at the center of it and leaves no one behind. And the president is very proud, very proud in what he's been able to do in the last two years. The budget will advance our efforts to modernize the State Department, including by expanding our training float, uh, updating our technology, carrying out diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility initiatives, including to make our overseas missions more accessible. You know, so many of us have come from movements that were about the fight for equality. We also understand there's a difference between equality and equity. Equity is everyone deserves to have, right? and be treated equal. But equity understands that not everybody starts out on the same base. So if you're giving everybody an equal amount, but they're starting out on different bases, are they really going to have the opportunity to compete and achieve? That's why we purposefully, as an administration, the president, myself, the secretary, and, and everyone in our administration are so dedicated to a specific principle, which is that of equity. Yes, Kamala Harris is very dedicated to the concept of equity. She fought for equity and justice. I don't know how much equity there was in sidling up to and sliding down on Willie Brown and how she got her start in politics, but hey, you know, who are we to judge? It was equity. You know, Willie, Willie wasn't discriminatory. He, he did know what a woman was. He does know what a woman is. He never uh, got a trans woman to uh, hook him up, so to speak. But yeah, they're, they're very committed to equity. Equity kills, equity damages, equity is discrimination. Equity is about the finish line. Equality, equality is about the rules. Equity is about the finish line. Everybody has a chance. The biggest 
obstacle to equality is Democrat-controlled cities and Democrat-controlled schools in those cities. That is the biggest obstacle to equality. The biggest obstacle to equity is actually the same thing as well. But instead of trying to raise up the people they have artificially kept down because they need a slavish group of loyal voters. Did I say that? Yes, I did. They need that. Otherwise, you know, they'd have to compete on the battlefield of ideas. They need that so they cannot have upwardly mobile people in these cities. Oh, some people do escape. Some people do overcome Democrats' best efforts. But most don't. And it's thanks to the school system, the horrible school system, that Democrats oversee in these cities. They blame evil whitey, they blame evil Republicans, but they are the man, or at least the person who uses the urinal, behind the curtain. And they distract you with all the talk of equity. They want to bring about equity. They could raise the standards. They could demand better from the locals, the police, the firefighters, they always do that. But what about the teachers? No, that's different. The teachers, the politicians, the, the mayors, the city councils, those are all Democrats. They're not going to get criticized by this. So instead, they want to change the finish line. They want to change the rules. They want to weigh down everybody. If you slow down everybody else, then the people that are losing, thanks to Democrats, aren't losing by as much. And you're so much closer to equity. Well, implicit in that is the people that Democrats are miseducating, that are doing damage to, is that they can't catch up. There is no, it's either that or they don't want them to catch up. Which do you think it is? I'll let you decide which one it is. Could be a little from column A, a little from column B. But if you listen to Democrats talk, they genuinely believe that black people are inferior to white people in this society. They do. It's true. That's what they say. And so they think they have to. They don't explain why Indians and Asians and everybody, why everybody else is doing better. It's just black. It's totally racism and, and uh, cultural insensitivity and all these things that cause story problems to be rewritten in stupid ways. And you're like, why? What the hell is going on here? It was all done in the name of equity, except it's not working. And so what do they do? Well, we've got to end the gifted classes. Why? Because there are not enough black people in there. Not enough Hispanic. Too many Asians. Not enough white people. There's too many Asians. Well, hey, how about we find out what those Asians are doing and maybe try to emulate that? No, you can't do that. That would be wrong. Well, how about we just, I don't know, demand some accountability from teachers in Democrat-controlled black cities? No, you can't do that either. Nope, 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 nope. Well, I got an idea. Let's just, uh, let's just stop educating the people who are getting educated, the people who are doing well in school. And in a couple of years, their test scores will be lower, too. See, everybody's test scores are down. It's just that certain test scores have fallen faster than others because it's really dependent upon the amount of Democrat control and how intact families are generally. But can't talk about any of that crap. You just got to go with the flow. And as they say, belch out the word equity every time somebody looks at you cross-eyed. Why? Because Democrats are evil. Equity kills. They know it. 
Equity damages people. Equity robs people of their humanity, of their drive, their desires. And they're cool with it. They're cool with it. Why? Because they're evil. They're evil. Anyway, that's enough for today. It's good to be back. Thanks again to Dean Carianis. Go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast. Check it out. Join up. Support the program. And I'll be back here tomorrow to do it all again. Now I got to go get neck deep in litter. Yuck. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.